Yo, yo, yo. Back from commercial sir, break. Yes, <laughs> so, the first half, we just kind of just did some God talk. Now it's time to get into the, the actual word. word. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, we're going to start at Revelations 1. And just so we can, you know, so I'd be on the same page, Revelations is, is how we can go to the Bible, which is the study guide that can tell us, hey, this is what y'all dealing with. Deal with it. Or is it just, uh, hey, this is going to happen. You ain't surprised because it's been foretold. Okay, let me let's let's read the um <laughs> no 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 because they got they have a the introductory to revelations, you know what I'm saying? Info about it. So you wanna let's read that first. Because honestly, that might be good information for people to, to hear, you know. But for me to All hear, right. brother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. Here we go. The Roman Empire protected its economic and political control in spiritual terms. They called their gospel the Roman peace, and the emperor became their god. During this time, a Jewish Christian prophet named John was living on the island of Patmos. He had been sent there as a prisoner. While he was there, John received a vision. John was told to write what he saw and experienced in, the, in that vision. What he wrote is called the Book of Revelations. The book was sent to the seven cities in the Roman province of Asia Minor. The main point of the book is to warn believers not to give up their true faith. It is a warning about evil practices and false teachings of the Romans. And the book is written to encourage them in their difficult struggles. The book of Revelations is in a style of writing called apocalyptic. That means it has many symbols or word pictures. It was a style of writing that was common when John lived. These symbols or word pictures tell about the secrets of unseen things in heaven, and they tell about what is coming in the future. These symbols or word pictures may seem strange at first, but thinking about the time in which the book was written helps in understanding them. It also helps to think about other word pictures used in the Bible. John's vision has four main parts. It begins with the words of warning and encouragement for each of the seven churches. Next are visions that center on Jesus. They show how Jesus has saved the world and how he will bring justice. All the people and forces that rebel against God will be destroyed. When it shows that Jesus is the true Messiah, Jesus will have the final victory over death and all his enemies. The vision ends with the promise that the faith that the faithful followers of Jesus will rule over the new creation. The book of Revelations also functions as the conclusion to the entire story of the Bible. John concludes his his writing with word pictures from the Garden of Eden. That was the first story in the Bible. Hmm. Now John says there will be a new beginning. He he who was sitting on the throne said, I am making everything new. That's the intro to Revelations. So it sounds like it's going to be a lot of visualization and you can easily going to like kind of kind of take you back to that time so you can hear these stories. And I guess the stories are compared to what we're dealing with now. So words like political and things like that, those were used or this is like an updated version to, to make it, is, is that what Revelations is? Revelations adapted to modern times? I, I didn't, I didn't well, think no. back then it would well, be no. political. Well, okay. well, it was very political back in ancient Rome. That's like where politics as we know it was created. I'm just saying, I didn't know that they used that, that, that type of language, though. And I feel like maybe maybe I'm just thinking about political as well. Political political has to deal with anything like any government based structure, you know, like because think like there's politics anytime you try to rule anything. You feel me? Okay. 
So using the word politics is in reference to power. <laughs> you know, how are we how are we wielding this power? And yeah. if one person gets control of too much power, I mean Okay. I'm just I'm just, I'm just I just I always I guess in my mind I just imagine that it didn't really until like Caesar's time we didn't use words like politics and structure and you know I said I I guess but I, this I this 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 was during during Caesar's time though. Oh what okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the book <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Bible you gotta think about it. The Bible spans over a certain amount of time frame. And that time frame is fairly recent. Mm. You know, two two thousand years ago isn't that long ago, like honestly. You know, like we we try to act like it's that long ago, but it's really not. <laughs> like, like not much has changed dramatically in history. We just got more technology, a, but we got the same issue. Yeah, jealousy and you know. Well, I would say I would say like like if you really look at time, like the advent of electric and technology, like they had. A lot of those things back in the day, in their own way, but but it wasn't up to these like to what we have it now. Like technology has run amok. Like it's absolutely insane. Yeah, you know. And we're gonna we're gonna. It's funny because in Revelations, it reveals where that knowledge is coming from and everything. So wow, let's jump right. Let's jump right in. All right, the letter to the church in Ephesus. Here's what I command you to write to the church in Ephesus. Here are the words of Jesus who holds the seven stars in his right hand. He also walks among the seven golden lampstands. He says, I know what you are doing. You work long and hard. I know you can't put up with evil people. You have tested those who claim to be apostles, but are not. You have found out that they are liars You have been faithful and have put up with a lot of trouble because of me. You have not given up, but here is something I hold against you. You have turned away from the love you had at first. Think about how far you have fallen. Turn away from your sins. Do the things you did at first. If you don't, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. Mm. But you do have this in your favor. You hate the way the Nicolaitans act. Mm. I hate it too. Whoever has ears should listen to when the Holy Spirit says to the churches, "Here here is what I will do for anyone who has victory over sin. Mm. I will let that person eat from the tree of life in God's paradise. The letter to the church in Samaria. Here's what I command you to write to the church in Smyrna. First off, did you want to talk about the church in Ephesus? Well, I would. Or did you want me to keep going? Um. So, what was what was my question going to be? No, no, no. I think it's pretty pretty straightforward. I think it's pretty pretty clean. Basically, saying y'all want back into eating, y'all better act right. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> okay, we can keep moving. Yeah. Um. Here's what I command you to write to the church in Smyrna. Here are the words of Jesus, who is the first and the last. He is the one who died and came to life again. He says, I know that you suffer and are poor, but you are rich. Some people say they are Jews, but are not. I know that their words are evil. Their worship comes from Satan. Don't be afraid of what you are going to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you. You will be treated badly for 10 days. Be faithful, even if it means you must die. Then I will give you life as your crown of victory. Whoever has ears should listen to what the Holy Spirit says to the churches. Here is what I will do for anyone who has victory over sin. I will not let that person be hurt. At all by the second death. Mm. Okay. 
anything about the Church of Samaria well, <laughs> you want to talk about? Well, no. I, I, what what is so? What is the second death? The second death when you die, and then when you don't make it into heaven, is that the second death? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Because right now, if you die, you go to hell. But in the second death, everybody that's in hell that gets, you know, their final judgment will happen even with the people that are living at that time currently. And everybody will be judged. And even hell will be thrown into the lake of fire, which is the second death, which is the death that was meant for Satan and his angels. Mm. So if you caught in that one, uh, <laughs> like that's, that's a bad one. Everybody in hell is going to the second death already. So if you've died and went to hell, it hasn't even gotten as hot as it's going to get for you. Oh my goodness. So the death, so I, I told you how earlier today, it really, really, really bothered me that um somebody posted something that um it said, oh, well, you know, what if the story back then, and it's like, you could tell that they didn't, they just wanted to shock and awe, just wanted to get like some likes or something like that. It was disgusting, man. But it said, what if in the Garden of Eden, God turned his back on Adam and Eve and the devil left heaven to be with them? I was like, it, it was so disgusting, bro. And it's just like, I don't know, like, who had, well, at, at first I was sitting there, I was like, you're nasty. Then I started thinking about, I was like, who has the time of, damn, you know man? I keep it G with you, bro. Like, who, who, who has time to invest in stuff like that? And that's why I gotta believe in angels, and I also believe in demons, bro. It gotta be somebody that's just like, you know what? I don't care what I post up here. I'm gonna post a picture that they they says, "Hey, we forgot about. Hey, there was a a situation where God gave a simple command, said, do not touch this. The woman that was created to follow man." went and touched this man was weak minded. And I don't care if he's childish or not. The thing is the father figure literally told him not to touch something. He wasn't obedient. It was simple. He went and ate the apple too. They got all, and the thing is the devil and all, everybody got kicked out. God was like, you know what? Everybody y'all, y'all, y'all disrespecting my crib. You know what I'm saying? I'll bring you to my tree. I'll let you eat everything. <laughs> I said, just don't touch that one. And now all of a sudden people are trying to change the narrative and say that the devil loves it. I say, look, man, y'all, y'all nasty with it, bro. I like you know what you know what I sit back and think I like when God sees this stuff I'm like is he sitting there like okay okay I see you I'm 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 putting that down I'm remember I'm remember that like it's it's like it's almost like you're tempting him right and my mother always told me I don't know if it's in the, in the Bible but you should never tempt God right he said never tempt him right is that something that that's in the Word because I'm I'm irritated bro I'm just I'm just like it's just going out of your way. To, to try to, I don't know if you're trying to make a sale or a pitch or you got some some evil in your heart, but what what compels you to say stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. And post it, you know. And I'm not. I want. I want to say I love everybody, man. But that's that's just kind of nasty. That's nasty, bro. That's well, certain things that you cannot have love for, right? As I don't. Said, he, I know? don't think. Um, yeah. I just don't think that people realize how their words and actions are truly affecting other people, the ripple effects of what mm. they're saying, you know? So like in that moment, that literally just might've been a thought that crossed his mind and he posted it, you know, like I know it wasn't a, a believer that would post some stuff like that. Hopefully, you know, that means that that person is really, in desperate need to get close to God, but if it's somebody who's untouched by God, like they don't have like they, they don't have a personal connection, yeah. it would be it would be nothing to post something like that. Like because why what why would it matter mm. to that to that person? They, they, they just, just living. It's just a story, and okay, okay, I dig what you're saying. Well, thank thank goodness, the guy said it was okay for me to hate because I was sitting there, I was like, man, if I could dislike this, so I just had to delete it. I, I couldn't, you know. 
Yeah, it's just it's just it's like it's, it's like you just get constant remind. And you know what? That's I said. Um, it said um, you just get constant reminders of the evils, and not to say it makes it hard to realize how blessed we are. We were talking about that. We were saying like how everybody's going through hard things, but we're not eating out of garbage cans right now. You know, we're able to use our our hands and our limbs. We're able to wake up and breathe. We're able to have a roof over our head. We we have food in the fridge. You know. Like I said, we, we it, it, it's so easy to get caught up in the nonsense, brother. And it's just a lot of nonsense. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, not, not um, just on a tangent, but yeah, I, I, you know, had to get that off, man. It's just. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. Absolutely. Um, let's 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 move on. For sure. Uh, it was nothing. It was nothing else in the Samaria letter. OK. You know, Um that you wanted to talk to talk about on there? No, no, no. I just wanted to make sure we, we confirmed the second death. And, um, oh, okay. you know, I kind of, I kind of like, we, it's funny. We, he talked about the first story was Adam and Eve and we've been talking about this. And of course I saw that earlier today. So I'll tell you how God work and, um, how you, my brother, cause you kind of linked that back to what we talked about earlier, but I'm kind of looking there like, I'm like the devil might've just said, you know what? I'm going down. I'm about to take as many as they all with me as I can. Cause he already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that is what he is. That, okay. That's what see, he is. See, and yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like Adam. Yeah. All you had to do was turn around and say, Shoulder, you tripping? You eating that apple pie? And he said, No, you got to go. Yeah. Simple. Like, what if Adam was like, You know what? I'm going to kick her out of eating. <laughs> and he's like, Yo, God is <laughs> like, Yo, where's Eve at? And he's like, Yo, let me tell you what she did. She disrespected, <laughs> but look, I held it down, pops. Yeah, I, I kicked her out. I told her she could hang by the gate, and if you cool with it, she can make it up to you. But uh, I wasn't rocking. And and that's a great, great alternate. We what what would life be like if that did happen? But the fact that it didn't mm. a lot allows me to also understand that. Um, it was meant to be, you know, mm. it really, it really was because even if you, you say, oh, what if Adam didn't do X, Y, and Z because Eve was the one who messed up, God pulled Eve from out of Adam. So at the end of the day, it still was a part of Adam that led him astray. Hmm. But I, but we can't can we so can't we look at that and say look Adam was made in God's image and he was flesh right so Eve mm-hmm. was made from pretty much all flesh and what the earth was though she wasn't really created in his image not to tell women that God is not a woman but eh, you know and then you know her making that decision because she's made a hundred percent from flesh it makes sense that the snake would, you know, snake is never going to fly. Snake is based in the, the earthly realm, right? It's stuck. So it just, it just, like I said, it's the reason why the snake went to Eve and not Adam first. Right. Cause if the snake went to of Adam, course. Adam would have been like, yo, you tripping, bro. Exactly. Ain't you already a snake, but, bro? But, <laughs> but, but Adam was standing near and he was watching Eve have the conversation, if you really read the text closely. Mm. So he was participant by not opening his mouth as much as he was when he ate anyway. So we there is no version of this. The only version that you that you that you're focusing on, well, the point that you're focusing on is the fact that Eve was the one who messed up. But Eve's supervision was Adam. Mm. You feel me? So if the supervision let a snake in and it bit the baby or it bit the the vulnerable person in this situation, whose fault is it again still? You know? Well, Eve's. <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's I love you from a distance. You're over there talking to that snake. I see how it is. I'm going to be over here with these gorillas and deer. 
Nah, but you know what? I think it's it's you know, to, well, they say we 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 take it to the to the earthly thing, right? No man has any control over a woman's actions. A man only has control over his own actions. And should that woman believe enough in that man, she'll follow that man. But in Adam not speaking up and saying something, is he the biggest simp in the universe? Correct. Yes. Yeah, we got to get him on the um, the Love and Hip Hop reunion just trying to see what he got going on, bro. Because <laughs> like, at the end of the day, y'all both got kicked out. And I'm like, we're going to call it the Revelations reunion. You know what I'm saying? It's like right, yeah. right before judgment, we're gonna follow up with a couple of the people. Because even <laughs> you said Samson, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, Samson's like, bro, I didn't do what he did. If he if he going if, <laughs> if, if, if anybody need to burn twice as his ass. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Yeah, no, nah, I de- I definitely yeah. The word is the word is good. Yeah, your man taking we, we taking L's out here. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, let's, let me get, back, let's get to another yet. One more verse. All right, here we yes, go. Sir. The letter to the church in Paragum. Here's what I command you to write to the church of Paragum. <laughs> this is a wild little uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, I just let you know, per- brother, I struggled with Galilee. Galilee? Galilee? Galatians, Galatians. No, no, it was like from the land of Galilee. Galilee, Ga- man. Oh, Galilee, man. I-, I tried to play the little thing to say play the audio, <laughs> and my thing said cannot compute. I said, I, uh, I said, said the Android must be from the devil, but I got to get an iPhone now. I got to get rid of this. I can't do this. Oh man, can't, can't do this no more. I, I, I got to be like that, like linked into the to the to the word, brother. Your man said he can't even compute. Here are the words of Jesus who has the sharp sword with two edges. He says, mm. I know what you live. I know that you live where Satan has his throne, but you remain faithful to me. You did not give up your faith in me. You didn't give it up even in the last, even in the days of Antipas. Antipas, my faithful witness, was put to death in your city where Satan lives. But I have a few things against you. Some of you, some of your people follow the teachings of Balaam. He taught Balak to lead the people of Israel into sin. So they ate that had been offered to statues of gods and they committed sexual sins. You also have people who follow the teaching of the Nicolaitans. So turn away from your sins. If you don't, I will come to you soon. I will fight against those people with the sword that comes out of my mouth. Whoever has ears should listen to what the Holy Spirit says to the churches. Here's what I will do for anyone who has victory over sin. I will give that person hidden manna to eat. I will give I will also give each of them a white stone with a new name written on it. Only the one who receives this name will know what it is. Did you want to you got to you good on No, that I'm not. I'm I'm actually a little, little good. So <laughs> can we can we one, one more time? Let me see where, where I can hit, give you the questions that I have because my mind just kind of, you know, my imagination runs and I'm just like, just one more time. Okay, read it from yep, the top. from top. And I'll stop you where, where I have that, right. that thought. The letter to the church in Paragon. Here's what I command you to write to the church in Paragon. Here are the words of Jesus who has the sharp sword with two edges. He says, I know that you live where Satan has his throne, but you remain faithful to me. You did not give up your faith in me. You didn't give it up even in the days of Antipas. Antipas, my faithful witness, was put to death in your city where Satan lives. But I have a few things against you. Some of your people follow the teachings of Balaam. He taught Balak to lead the people of Israel into sin. 
So they ate food that had been offered to statues of gods and they committed sexual sins. You also have people who follow the teachings of the Nicolaitans. So turn away from your sins. If you don't, I will come to your I will come to you soon. I will fight against those people with the sword that comes out of my mouth. Whoever has ears should listen to what the Holy Spirit says to the churches. Here's what I will do for anyone who has victory over sin. I will give that person hidden manna to eat. I will also give each of them a white stone with a new name written on it. Only the one who receives this name will know what it is. So is is you know that's it's a lot to unpack, right? Because I'm sitting mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, well, double edged sword. Is there any any special message in that other than it's a powerful weapon? And then God says He's going to use His tongue, which is also a sword. His word, well, obviously, <laughs> once He puts His word in, it, it, it affects things. Just like when Jesus walked past that tree. And cursed it, and the tree just shriveled up. And it's like, dang, Jesus, what did the tree do? You know what I'm saying? And then it's just like, obviously, you know, they were in sin. They were eating the food that was supposed to be sacrificed to God. And they was in there partying and fornicating. I don't even know what that's about. And, you know, okay. So it seems like it's it's pretty straightforward. Am I missing something with some of the the messages as far as the double-edged sword and this word coming from the Lord's mouth? No, I just think it's it's a it's symbolism of how powerful one of his words are that come out of his mouth. You know what I'm saying? It's just really driving home that it's 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 like when God speaks, it's like nothing we've ever seen. Mm, okay, okay. You know, like it's it's that type okay. of power. And then is, is he saying that so, the people of that church were fornicating and there were some people in there that refrained from that? You know, obviously he, he said that one of his people were put to death. So was it a situation where the church was a certain way and then people overran it and the people that were still... Okay. Oh, no. Okay, you know I know. Okay. So during... Yeah, during so um so he says, but I have a few things mm-hmm. against you. So right here he had just been giving them praise for not succumbing to Satan completely. Mm-hmm. And then he comes down and he says, but I have a few things against you. Some of you some of your people and this is saying some of some of your people, not the okay. not okay. everybody at the church was doing it. It was some people have, you know, followed the teachings See? of Balaam. He taught Balak to to lead the people of Israel into sin. They ate food that had been offered to statues so, of God so and they I, committed I sexual. Sin. So, so like I said, that's a really, really, really great and relevant to me specifically topic that I wanted to address. And, um, you know, it's a lot of people out there don't know me and, you know, that's obviously my brother, you know me for a minute, but I've always had God in the church and even my parents, my parents grew up in the church. They were inquiring everything like that. And the reason that their trust in, you know, not necessarily the church period, but we've always been, I say we're journeymen when it, when it comes to churches, because, the church that my parents, my father, and my mother grew up in, the pastor that came behind the, the the pastor that they were with, that gentleman was unfortunately found to be taking advantage of the church and sleeping with women in the church and taking money from some of the elderly women at the church and using that money for things that had nothing to do with the church. Like it was it was really really bad when it all like um came out and that put a bad taste in my mother's and father's mouth. Now they, they prayed still, but we having that, 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 that feeling of, of comfort or home in the church was lost. Right. And, and it's a, is God saying yeah. that he expected my, my parents to stay in that church or was he 
saying, Hey, you know, like what, what, what would God want from us in that situation? Well, I would say in that situation, God is like us, like he said, in the beginning of the verse, he was giving them praises for not succumbing to uh, sexual sin and immorality. But there were some among them that did. So if your parents would have found out that, hey, we're living this Christian life for real, we not playing games. And then you find out that your leadership is playing games, then it's up, up. It that's that's where you where your free will comes into play, because then now you can go to a different church somewhere else and go there, or you can say, "Hmm, God has really planted me to be at this church, so now I'm gonna dig in deeper at this church and help." Uh, this church to overcome this trying time. You know what I'm saying? So they they should have sought God as to which one of those paths they should take. Should they find a new church and be led to a new church or should they dig down deeper and, and figure out where they could become of service to God at that church because there's such a lack of leadership. Mm, so my, my parents took that frustration will go somewhere else. Because yeah, because how can you help the kingdom of God? Either you go somewhere else where you're on a team that loves yeah. God as well, and there's going to be mm -hmm. problems there, you know, or you stay where you at and get doubly focused mm -hmm. on God and, and, and let your light be shined at that church to where they like, shoot, you need to be preaching. <laughs> you know, I'll preach out here fornicating and doing this and doing that. You're, let's see where your connection to God is. And if and if that man has a pull to preach or to, to be found in ministry somewhere, then it might not be preaching. But, you know, he, you may be used, your parents or, you know, they could have been used in the church yeah. in great ways that aren't necessarily yeah. preaching, you know. So I, I, I just personally think that the devil was able to separate that mm. hospital for them because Jesus, he he is healing us when we go to church and we communicate mm. and we fellowship with like-minded individuals. It's a hospital for people who are emotionally, spiritually sick of the world and they need a place to come that represents God's throne yeah. here on earth. So when he he when he disconnects you from God's Holy Spirit and throne here on earth, that's why coming to church and gathering amongst saints and praying all together and being on one accord is such a healing emotion for people. But when it's done out of order, it can be just as dangerous Amen. as it is healing. So what the devil does is he sees someone who is in danger at church by, uh, you know, being under the leadership of false prophets and people that are just raping and pillaging the church. And what he does is he instills them with mm -hmm. church hurt. And that's a term that you'll hear. If you really research Christianity, it's called church hurt where you, where they find out that all oh, these people ain't as good as the Bible said they should be. And they find out that churches are ran by people, <laughs> you know, and, and, and when you are young in Christ, you don't really realize that, Oh, it wouldn't matter what church I went to. It's always somebody humping around because they're people, you know what I'm saying? There's always somebody lying. Shoot. Jesus. Um, even in his 12 disciples, somebody got him killed. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what can you truly expect out of a human organization here on earth other than for every once in a while humanity yeah. to show up? It's the it's it's everything else that breeds what you want out of a church. It's the spirit. It's the energy. Are you being fed? Do you feel um like your connection with God is growing and being enriched. Are they, are they putting you in touch with resources and things to 
help heal you, heal your mind, heal your body, heal your soul. If not, you're mm. not in a good church. Mm. You know, you're you're in you're not planted somewhere that that's growing. You're planted somewhere that's dying. Mm. You know, so and if you are planted somewhere that's dying, you got to get with God and say, God, do I stay here and revive this dead plant? Or do I go somewhere else? And and you know that's that's really a conversation you gotta have with God. I I, I yeah, can't tell sure. anybody uh, what to do. And, I, and, or and what that's not such an interesting do. thing, man. I was like, of course, you know, I'm brother. So I'm like, God, should we go up in that pulpit and kick his ass for what he did for Mama Lee? You know what I'm saying? I was like, God, God, <laughs> we, we looking at him right now, and this this is not it, God. But it, it's just. Wow, 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 wow. And you said that, man. It said the devil is slick. Devil. He's very slick. He can Bro, he ever can since use the that church. moment. I can I can, you know, I wasn't there, of course. I wasn't even um I say maybe I was I was born, but we moved out of Brooklyn when I was like three. So I think it was a little bit of that too. But we we had never my, my parents never mm. found that foothold and in, in consistency. And it's the funny thing is, bro, my parents, anytime we've gone to church, like I said, my father would always catch catch the Holy Ghost. Like, so it's not not to say we weren't in his his blessings, but I, I will say that we didn't get the same foundation that we would have gotten had my parents made a different decision at that time. Right. And it's not not, not, not to blame anybody or anything like that. Right. Because of course it's a lot, right? You 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 grow up in the church right. and you have this foundation and you have these people that you care about and you have all these things. And of course you have little knuckleheads here and there, but rarely or or, or you just never expect it to come from the leader of the church and the things that came out from that. You know, I said I'm not tripping off people sleeping together, they adults, stuff like that. But the stealing the money from the elderly women at the church, the woman that specifically was close to my family and my parents. And they looked at like an aunt when that stuff came out, you know. We'll see. Let me tell you okay. what would worry me about that then. What would, what would what would worry me is that your father wasn't deep enough in the mm. actual word of God. He might have been deep into okay. the church okay. Okay. and the church politics. But was he, did he truly have a one-on-one, a hundred percent relationship with the God that you know, you and know then, what I'm saying? Jesus you Christ. See that, like, that's, because you know, even similar to what me and you were talking about, like we got to make sure that we are engaged and we are in love and we were, because the thing is like that the relationship with God is a relationship. So in the relationship that you have with yeah. God, can it be considered that that church that you go to is what, what would you say? Like a network, like a network that gets you the job, like a, a place of, of like, no, it's a, it's, it is a it's a hospital. Okay. I'm it's telling you, that's really what it is. Okay. Yeah. If you go into greater Southeast and you ain't getting that great, um, of <laughs> service, then maybe you got to go to Tacoma park. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or you gotta go to you you gotta switch. You might might be might be better off going to YouTube. I don't know, bro. To come, I don't know, bro. We we know so we got some bad experience. Nah, nah, nah. But um, yeah, okay. But that okay, you know, amen. And I said that said that that's when when I when my parents told me that story, or or said that to me when they said it when we were young, and that story has been like the normal. Hey, this is you know something that really, really bothered us and scarred us, and I know it bothered them because we're talking about years, right? And they they occasionally go to the church, and and the funny thing is that they pray a lot, and you know, like I said, how much that's that's where that's where me and you have that conversation because I'm so excited about God, right? I mean, you were telling me that you've been around him so long that this is your norm, mm-hmm. but you didn't want to, you feared it being a habit as opposed to a relationship, right? Right? You just kind of have the routine of right. doing certain things and you're not engaged. You just do it and you say, okay, that's what it is. But when you, does, does God notice that too, where he's like, okay, you treat me as if it's just a habit. 
but you don't. Yeah, yeah. You can you can make mm. the things of God common, you know, and and you don't you lack reverence for the Father. You know what I'm saying? The things that once were holy to you, you've been saved and sanctified Save your them. whole life to where you just saying prayers and you just not even you don't even realize that your prayer been so the same it's, for like 13 years. It's, it's like it's legit like a <laughs> you gotta, though. It's like he, 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 <laughs> if he's taken for granted that how does how does in the Bible how does he communicate he would feel or how he feels or is he taken for granted regardless so it could be taken for granted for people that go to church and just do it as a routine and they don't have the love in their hearts or taken for granted because people post stuff on you know Facebook saying well, the devil came with us, so he must love us more than God. You know, like, well, is, is that where God, God's hatred comes from or his patience comes from? Well, this, well, this is what I would think from that. I, I would think that God, I think God mm -hmm. is being patient with us. Amen. You know, because it's so e it's so easy to cast judgment on what you would do Man, if you were what? this person that's or some of these stories out here, brother. I'm just like, but that's that's like you said because you know the outcome already. Yeah, and it's it's like we we really do take for granted that we're all sinners saved by grace because just by sin you have made God mad and you can't help but to sin knowingly or unknowingly. So uh, a, a God that would give you what you deserve would kill you because of your sin, because he said, I don't want to live in a universe with sin. He gave you life. And then even once you become aware of sin, mm. you still choose it. But he's saying I've forgiven you for all of your sins as long as you have a heart that truly longs after me. And only in the second judge, like the first judgment, the one that leads to either your new life or your new death, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Only at that engagement do you truly understand and realize the grace that God had and the patience that God had with you, if God says, come on in, or even if he says, depart and go to hell, you work of iniquity. Because if you end up in hell, I'm sure when you're sitting in judgment, all of the times where people have presented to you um, the word of God and tried to tell you and tried to you know, steer you to this direction, all of those images will flash in front of your face and you'll be like, wow, this is, I deserve this. I didn't believe. Yeah, y'all took the L, bro. And then like going to the club and it's popping and then you don't get in? Mm. 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 And, then, and that's the crazy thing. You get to walk up and see the that's, gate. That's what I was sitting there saying to myself. I'm like, in front of you. you know how bad that got to be? Because you know it's a gate. So you can look through the gate and you just see everybody on the back end. Like, I don't know, man. Mansions, pool parties. And paradise. And see, but see, Chris, now do you realize when I'm just like, it's almost a waste of time mm. to even have hatred. You know what I'm saying? Because the last laugh, the last, last, last laugh is literally going to be you walking in heaven with God. And whoever does not make that step. Yeah. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell. Uh, you know, it's like it would it wouldn't matter what you did to me on earth. If I get into heaven and you don't because you just refuse to believe, you know, I mean, I, I that, that's the, you just can't even, yeah, you don't even want to wish it on your worst enemy. <laughs> you just don't. 
That's, I didn't even know there was a second death. I was worried about the first one, bro. I was like, dang. And see, and, and like I said, even the people that are being held in hell, you know, like right now, like, can you imagine they thought that was bad enough and then they get thrown into the lake of fire? Like, that, like dang, Hitler. Like, you get to come out of hell for a second to get judged by God, and then he's like, oh, hey, let's turn this thing up. <laughs> like, like, what? He's like, he's like, nah, bring them back up and let them see the game on the <laughs> we close it on. Because <laughs> you got to think about it. The demons, obviously, they can, they can survive in hell pretty easily. So they're tormenting all of the, the, the disembodied spirits. But we're at the second death, they're throwing, God is throwing them into the lake of fire, meaning that even the demons are going to be hurt by what's going on at the, in the lake of fire. And God said that that was never meant for us. He never meant mm. for that, that, that any of us should perish to go into that. So the fact that some people will it's just a testament that if you don't, how thankful you got to be to God that that didn't happen to you and that Amen. he allowed Amen. you to have a relationship. Not even not even just that he allowed, he wanted to have a relationship with you. He called out to you your mm. whole life to tell you to get it together. <laughs> you know? Man. But... Dude, you know, you can you can you, you can be tell, bro. Deep down, it. I'm a big softy because I'm just sitting there and I'm like, dang, if I'm at the gate, I don't even know if I could look outside the gate and just be like, I would, I would, I don't even know if it would piss God off, but I would probably beg for their forgiveness. But I was like, man, I used to like Miss Armstrong. You could do though, she ate me like B minus and everything like that. But I like Miss Armstrong. Why is she going to hell? Hey. <laughs> And then it even says in in Revelations, uh, and you know that a lot of good people will be in hell it's about because it's not about even God. being mm. good. It's mm. it's about the relationship with God because a lot of evil people get their relationship with God together and live very successful, fulfilled lives after doing heinous things, you know, like a lot of people find God in prison, you know, a lot of people find God in some very, very dark places. So it's like just as much as you can find God in the darkest of places in your life, you can miss God in the best places of life. And God talks about a rich man, it, it being harder for a camel to fit through the needle's eye than for mm. a rich man to get into heaven. Because it's just, you know, it's just that much temptation, really. You know, like, what do you really have to lean on God for in your lifetime when you got enough money to do anything you can think of? You know? So it's just like, that's why God even talks about thanking God that you may be poor on earth, but rich in spirit. You know, rich in rich in knowing where you're where you will eternally rest, because guess how you going to sleep as opposed to that billionaire to think. One, shoot, this is it. Once mm. I die, it's, it's blackness. It's nothing. Think think about how crazy a billionaire is probably living his life if he has mm. no contact with God. And all of the, like what 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 wouldn't he or she allow themselves to have or do if there's no moral compass mm. that's rooted in true truth? Yeah, he he ends up um, <laughs> he ends up whacking off in the office building during uh, uh, auditions and killing himself in jail. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Exactly. Crazy. Exactly. 
So yeah. it's it's a it's a it's minefield. So huh? You can't you can't you can't ever mm. look down at where you are in life because what people fail to realize is there are some people that are super high on pedestals and they're dying and they're going to hell. You know what I'm saying? Like that what like what what would it have mattered to be anything here on this earth if your end is eternal yeah, damnation? That's, that's just kinda, What's the point? You know, especially when you're already playing with house money because his son died for our sins. You kind of like you super. I see why he let you die twice. <laughs> he said, "But double up on his ass." I literally <laughs> sent my kid, and you still don't get it. Mm. Hmm. Amen. Right. So we only got a little bit more until we done. Um. So I'm gonna hit this last. Hopefully, I'm, this I'm here for it. I'm, I'm still on the back yeah, end of the, the pre-workout from okay, the gym. So, you know, you know how these conversations, bro. This is <laughs> something cool. that you know we 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 talk it up. You know, you know, you're my brother, Slim. But at the same time, it really does give you know more understanding. I said it, the the most fun song. So I told you the other day I was blasting Fred Hammond because that was something that my my raises off of. You know how Fred Hammond crank. <laughs> and, um, he said, um, what did he say? Yeah. He said the number one thing is like you have one wish to ask God is like to to better understand your ways. And and I really understand, I really understand why he would ask that. He wouldn't ask for world peace. He wouldn't ask for just better understand your ways because it's it's so easy. Yeah. It's so easy to fail, right? And it's so easy to get lost. But if if it's if it's clear, like I said, if if those steps are right in front of us, our purpose is right in front of us, you know, it, it makes life so easy because you just lock in on that. And you you he, like I said, I don't know why he's working on me. I don't know where he's working on you, brother. But when he starts to move things out your way and add things to your life that you didn't see coming you kind of can tell, okay, I'm on the right track. And I just want to stay right here in this part. Like I've never like had such little, you know, in my mind, I, I never had such little resources compared to any other time in my life. But for some reason I have so much confidence and, 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 and faith in these things. And they just been working out, which is crazy. It's been working out, brother. Amen. Yeah, I mean, when you get on, on the amen, winning team, when bro. you get on the when you get on God's side, the alignment on God's end is mm. something tangible. You know, like everybody else, like remember I was telling you, everybody else is going to sell you to the top. God is the mm. only one that's going to actually give it to you. And he's not going. He's not going to give it to you the way you want it to be given to you. He's going to give it to you piece by piece, and he's going to tell you to put it together by instilling a relationship with him. Mm. And a relationship Amen. with him is going to cost you something, you know. So, let's hit this last verse: the letter to the church of the Tyra. Here's what I command you to write to the church of the Tyra. Here are the words of the son of God. He is Jesus, whose eyes are like blazing fire. His feet are like polished bronze. He says, I know what you are doing. I know your love and your faith. I know how well you have served. I know you don't give up easily. In fact, you are doing more now than you did at first. But here's what I have against you. You put up with that woman Jezebel. She calls herself a prophet with her teaching. She has led my servants into sexual sin. She has tricked them into eating food offered to statues of gods. I've given her time to, ret to 
turn away from her sinful ways, but she doesn't want to. She lay down to commit her sin, so I will make her lie down in suffering. Those who commit adultery with her will suffer greatly too. Their only their only way out is to turn away from what she taught them to do. I will strike her children dead. Then all the churches will mm. know that I search hearts and minds. I will pay each of you back for what you have done. I won't ask the rest of you in Thyatira to do anything else. You don't follow the teachings of Jezebel. You haven't learned what some people call Satan's deep secrets. Just hold on to what you have until I come. Here's what I will do for anyone who has victory over sin. I will do it for anyone who carries out my plans to the end. I will give that person authority over the nations. It is written, they will rule them with an iron scepter. They will break them in pieces like clay pots. Their authority is like the authority I've received from my father. I will also give the morning star to all who have victory. Whoever has ears should listen to what the Holy Spirit says to the churches. Well, it just sounds like a lot of people back then was getting a freak on. So adultery, 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 I want to make sure <laughs> it is when you have, you know, sex with somebody that is not your husband or wife, right? Okay. Okay, cool. Correct. Forn forn fornication is just but single people running around having people. sex with each other. So so Yeah. So, yeah, that's married people, Alan. That's I made a covenant so, to God so, and now I'm going to you know, my next question is is me and mine's in the clear for now? <laughs> You know, cause we we haven't we uh you know what saying? you mean? And I can't go into detail, but oh then, right, you know yeah, 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 you know what I'm yeah, yeah. Okay. Once, yeah, once you once you turn away from sin, you know, uh, what what are they? Wow. It's a it's a word. It's <laughs> no, a I'm playing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's a term for it when you turn away from sin. Repent. Um, okay. repent. <laughs> it's repentance. When you do, when you, when you repent, like you, God said we should repent daily. You know what I'm saying? We have to repent about sins that we're committing that are known and unknown. But the thing about true repentance is when you repent from something, you have to actively turn away from it. And when you actively turn away from it, God will assist that's you with the bro. strength to stay Sorry, away. Sorry, remember, remember, that's we, why we are, if well, you ever I don't know, we're gonna have to like go ahead. charge them a Patreon and listen to this part of it. But as I remember that that when I told you I wanted to um actually for the first time in my life practice abstinent, bro, it was the hardest thing. I have ever done, bro. And not only did I do it, but I did it longer than I expected to have to do it. And it was, it was, it was, you know, no, no, let me not say that because I had tried to do it before without God. It was the hot, bro. I'm, I'm talking about like, mm -hmm. like seven right. days and I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? I don't know why, bro. I don't know what, what the, what the situation is. And of course it's ever sins and things like that. But obviously with, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I guess it's a little bit easier for, yeah, sorry. You, well, well, well mm. no, what happened was you had a repentant heart. You know, when you, when you truly understand what's going on with your relationship with God and he brings to the surface the issue, and you see, oh, dang, I could have lost my relationship with God over this. That that brings on a repentant heart. And when God saw that, 
he gave you the strength to continue moments more than what you even thought was possible that comfort and of course you know saying shorty and you know i'm saying you know what it is but it's like it's like even then even with shorty like i said no i was like nah you know what i'm saying like i had to you know as a man of course you got to take care of your shorty but um certain things i was like nah i help you out but this is this is and even her, she had she had to look at me like, what's 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 really going on? Like, but it was probably the most accomplished I felt, you know. And like I said, it it, it was it's surreal, bro. It's surreal. What a year, what a year, bro. Hey man, what a year, bro. That's what's up. Hey man. Hey man. But um, that concludes today's Bible study. <laughs> we thank you guys so much for tuning in to Business Casual God Talk with my boy Fergie. And I'm out. <laughs> anything yeah, anything like, else you, know, you want to Just don't talk be nasty, about? <laughs> it's, it's all love, man. It's a, you, you gotta, your thing is we, 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 we sharing our testimony. We, we sharing our story, man. Um, the, the, the amazing thing about God is that it's not like a God's like, oh, pick a side. He's just saying, have a relationship with him and you good. It, it ain't even about, you know, like I said, it's not a flip of a coin. It's, it's you establish a relationship with God. He knows your heart. You lead with love and you focus on your purpose. And I think he just simplifies things, man. So, you know, believe what you want to believe. We're going to love you regardless. But it's, 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 it's so much easier when you have the father overflowing your cup, man, it, it, life really is, man. Amen. Peace.